welcome to a live edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. Merry Christmas. Just a few days away from uh, all of the, the busyness of the year. I mean, your schedules get so intense, and they seem to get even more so as we get closer to Christmas. One area you definitely want to avoid, if all possible, is that Wolf Chase <laughs> Galleria <laughs> in that area. Yep. I mean, I always try to find alternate routes when it comes to this time as you get closer to Christmas. I mean, it is so chaotic, but we're glad to be with you today and going to have a time to relax and enjoy an afternoon on this live show. want to say hi to our Facebook friends, and uh, for those who don't know who you, who I am or what you're listening to or watching right now, this is a live radio show on AM640 and FM100.7. show comes your way that I host on Tuesday and Thursdays at 3 p.m. called Mid-South Viewpoint. And we're glad to have you along as our listeners throughout Memphis and the Mid-South. This radio station actually reaches into eight states. Even had a caller one time from Longview, Texas, that said, hey, you know, I'm actually listening to you. So we reached into nine states if you want to get get technical about it. But uh, it's pretty exciting to hear, hear about some of the places that this signal goes to. Uh, one of the strongest Christian radio signals in North America, and I'm excited to be part of the Bot Radio Network. Have been this station has been here in Memphis for over 30 years, and uh, the company has been around since uh, 1962. The station is old as I am, 55 years old, <laughs> celebrating. So. It's pretty exciting. But anyway, uh, we're glad to have you along. Glad to have our listeners on AM640 and FM100.7 along. Uh, Something exciting about the radio, when we do programs like this, when we do the Bible teaching programs that we air, and, you know, we have some great lineup of, of teachers uh, throughout the day. If you, if you haven't tuned in sometime to find out, do that. And, I mean, I think you'll really be encouraged. But what's really even, I'd say, more exciting for me is a broadcaster is to hear stories of people who have been, been impacted by the programs they hear, by the Bible teaching programs that they hear. And my guest today is one such young man. Is Danny Cosby's here. Danny, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Byron. Good to be here with you. I first met you through your dad. Uh, your yeah. dad uh, was basically working for the Department of Corrections. Is he still doing that? He's still there, yeah. He's moved on up a little bit. He's actually over all of the drug rehab programs in the entire United States of America. So he's got a big... Big thing on his plate, but he seems to be the man, God's man for that job, which I'm really grateful for. It well, seems overwhelmed sometimes, but we talk and pray, and he seems really encouraged by it. Well, Danny, I won't forget the first time that he was here was basically just talking about the work that he did within the prisons. And then, I don't know, maybe a year later, he called me, or maybe a few months after that, called me and said, I want you to pray for my son. Mm. He's about to get out of prison. And when he does, I would love if we could come on your show and share the story, and which we did. We had both you and your yeah, dad, and it's on my day. YouTube channel. That interview is available to watch. And you came and you shared your story. You grew up in the church. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, grew up. But there, was, there was a turning point away from the church. Away from the things of God, I believe. was, yeah, definitely. It was uh, definitely a time where uh, me and my dad were best friends. You know, growing up, I, I was riding on his shoulders, you know, going on uh, merry-go-rounds and, you know, going to people's houses and ministering the gospel with him. Growing up, I remember feeding the homeless through 10 11. It was about, I want to say, maybe 13 years old. 
I just, everything that he was into, I thought it wasn't cool anymore. I didn't want to have anything to do with it anymore. And I, I had somehow, I believe it was the enemy without a doubt, the devil himself trying to skew my view of who God really was. And so in my eyes at that time, God was a judge with a gavel chasing me down to judge me and not a God of love. And in uh, the church that we had grown up in, I think, uh, unfortunately, there was a lot of good in it, but there was uh, a lot of what we would call legalism. You know, if you do it a certain way, God's going to love you more. If you mess up today, he's on, you're on his bad list, yeah. you know. And, and I had to come to a place years and years later as a man in a homeless shelter to really wake up and see God for who he really was. I mean, that journey also took you into prison. I yes, mean, you, sir. You became, I skipped over that, didn't I? <laughs> you were also a, became a drug addict. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, hooked on, uh, started out with a pill addiction. I was hanging out with some friends and started on a pill addiction. It progressed to uh, end up doing heroin, ended up doing uh, cocaine. In the end, I was uh, hooked on meth and heroin together. I was stealing to support my habit. Uh, and it was September 18, 2005, I wound up in a homeless shelter. Uh, God, through a series of just amazing events now, looking at it in the rear, view mirror, uh, he just went after me. The prodigal son hadn't decided to come home. The father jumped off the porch and ran after me, found me in a pig pen, picked me up. And I'm, you know, I was ashamed. I, I was uh, 105 pounds soaking wet, Byron, uh, strung out on drugs. But it was like in that moment, uh, what's it been now? Almost 12 years later. Has God, it been 12 years? It's been right at 12 years, yes, wow. sir. Yeah. I guess it was maybe not too long after that that uh, you were on the show. That's right. Yeah, we yeah. were. I actually listened to it not too long ago. I shared it with my brother, and we were listening to it and listening to what me and Dad were talking about on your show. Yeah. By the way, thank you for what you do for people. I mean, you yes. put our stories out on there where nobody else would know about it if it hadn't been for somebody like you. So thank you for what you do. I mean, it's an encouraging ministry because wow. it shares it with, uh, I mean, who knows who's listening to I mean, I remember being in, uh, sometimes I'd be either in prison or when I was on dope, and I'd be in a, a, a hotel room with just enough light to see my arm so I could stick a needle full of heroin in it. Uh, somebody come on TBN, or if I was in prison, a, a Bop Radio would come on the, the radio station. I had this little radio in in prison, and I remember sometimes being so low and so down, and I'm sure people are probably right there right now listening to us, and I would hear, you You might be praying over somebody that was in a wreck. You know, I love how you do that. You'd be praying over somebody who's in a car wreck, and now they're doing traffic, and then it moves to Adrian Rogers or somebody, and it, and, and it Literally, for me, 6.40 a.m. in prison especially was like where I'd go get my quote-unquote spiritual groceries and eat and sustained. Well, I mean, you know, people are in all phases of life. I mean, some people, you know, know, are walking with Christ, you know, and they've been doing it for a long time, and they get discipled through the programs. We have stories of those who uh, may have moved from, you know, Latin America, have come here, don't even speak English, listen to our program just to learn English, and then they wind up. Now they're pastoring one of the largest Hispanic churches in the city, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah. Rolando Rostro is one of the one I'm thinking about. And the uh, other day we received a call from after an interview we did on this show, and the guy I interviewed is a pastor in town, a former crack addict, and uh, somebody called him and said, look, how can I do it? He said, I've been addicted to crack for 30 years and, you know, he's still holding down a job and trying to maintain, but he says, I'm stuck in this life. And he said, my, you know, I want my family back. I want my wife and my kids back. And how do I do it? You know, and, and, and Jesus, I mean, Jesus is 
the reason for the season we celebrate right now. That's right. And Jesus is the reason we, we every day, I mean, every Man. day, Danny, it's Jesus. It really is. And I, and I, I meet and talk with people. We had a concert in the prison uh, a couple days ago. Took a few people from Hope Church with me, some musicians. My wife came. My mother came. My uh, bonus son. I don't call him a stepson. He's my bonus son. Christopher, he came. Love you, man, if you're listening. And uh, we were in the prison talking, ministering to 215 inmates through the spoken word, through uh, preaching Isaac Curry, who came in here. He came yeah. with me the other I day just and preached. The show too, yeah. And we did some music. My little brother did some music. And it was just, there was a, um, a sense of calm, settled peace that the Spirit of God brings in an environment where people feel condemnation, guilt, and shame, and hopelessness because of what they've done, and they've gotten themselves to this place, but it's almost like, and, and I tell people, and that's what I told the guys last night, and I really felt the silence break through in the room, and I knew the Holy Spirit was moving. So here I am looking at 215 inmates in this gym, and we're singing, and we're, we're praising God, and I said, when man looks at you, he judges you. But when God looks at you, he sees what he's going to do with you. And it was almost like, and, and, and I realized at that moment, this is years and years now, being out in full-time ministry, God gets to me not by condemnation, guilt, shame. I mean, I think we need to have a sense of our sin and feel bad yeah. about what we've done and come to the cross. But the moment you feel that, I've learned that God, through Christ Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, he gets to us through how much he loves us. Yes. And people go, oh, my goodness, you mean he's not mad at me? He's not holding this against me? And then I have the joy of telling people in uh, homeless shelters, uh, recovery centers, prisons, j- just people that are homeless out on the street. We went and fed a bunch of people the other day, and I was able to look at them in the eyes and say, I don't know what you've gone through, where you've been, what's going on, but I want you to know that Jesus loves you, and he's got a plan for you that will blow your mind away from Wow. And they just and it's like they believe it when it's yeah. for what comes from the heart, I guess, gets to the heart. Oh, Danny, what what a great word. And you know, we talk about of course everybody's thinking about gifts. What gift am I gonna buy? Mm. You know, what gift do I do I want to receive? And you know, and we talk about this gift that you're talking about of no condemnation for those who are in Christ, because that's what the word says. Yeah. That's a gift from God, you know? And so this gift uh, of encouragement. I mean, this yeah. is something that I know there's others, and, and even believers can get to in, a, in a rut of discouragement. You know, you, you look at the news, you know, you look at your family life, you look at things that aren't going the way that you would like for them to go, for whatever reason. Maybe someone close to you, you know, got killed or died, you know, and you, and you miss them so bad, you know, or yeah, there's all kinds of, of things that bring us into these these uh, periods and these these deep valleys, you know, we, that we go into. And so encouragement. And I was thinking about that, and I saw something that you posted on Facebook, and I thought, well, I need to call Danny up and say, would you come on and do a live radio show with me? And let's just talk about the gift of encouragement and how we can hopefully give some kind of gift of encouragement through this radio show today and also encourage those listening to our program and also watching by Facebook right now to give the gift of encouragement. You know, Absolutely. You, don't, you don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to have a lot of anything to give except for love. That's you know, right. and compassion yeah. to be able to give this gift. And so that's kind of led you to do something kind of uh, 
out of the box lately. You know, we were talking about driving around and visiting under some of the city bridges. Yes, that's right. You know, uh, if you're listening to us right now and you're feeling discouraged, you're feeling, uh, you see the Christmas lights and they don't do anything for you, you don't feel that warmth from a Burl Ives song or whatever, and you're just like down in the dumps, the devil wants nothing more. And, And this has happened to me, and the only reason I can speak about it is from his experience is the enemy, the devil, the enemy of your soul wants you to sit, sulk, and sour, as Adrian Rogers used to say. But God wants to take you, even in the midst of that bad way that you're feeling right now, and use you. And a lot of times, whatever you're looking for, if it's you're looking for love, you're looking for peace, you're looking for joy, go out there and give it away. If you're in the dumps, go out there and pull somebody else out of the dumps. And so we, me and Isaac Curry and a few of his uh, crew from the Hope Singles community the other day got a van. And uh, the, the the place that provided the food has told me they don't want it to be recognized. Okay. As so I'm not going to mention them. They, they're hiding behind the cross on this one. I said, come on, man. Y'all Y'all do such a great work. And they said, no. But anyway, they provided food for uh, over 150 people. And we got, me and Isaac got in some vans. And I say this giving God the glory, not bragging about us. But this is what it's all about, y'all, if you're listening. It's not about what sales going on at Macy's. And you need to go get that last gift. I understand that's important. But we went out and drove under the bridges at Danny Thomas and Poplar. We were driving around behind bail bondsman buildings and people that were laying out up under the bridges on box, little. Uh, cardboard boxes fold out and we just holler at them hey we got some food some skull caps and some stuff down the street for you do you want to get in with us and some of them would look at us like we were half crazy and say <laughs> no i'll pass on this one but uh, a large amount of people got in there we fed right at probably ha- got in the van and fed about almost 120 people i mean, it might have been closer to 150 but it's just what was amazing was in the throes of being in this van big enough for maybe 10 people and we're cramming 14 in each trip running back downtown picking up another bunch running over to this place running back down back and forth i didn't hear any of them complain byron i didn't hear there was one little thing that almost kind of got out of hand i thought a fight was going to break out and i said holy spirit you got to stop this and he did but they were so thankful and so grateful and if they didn't have anything good to talk about they wouldn't talk there was one guy who was blind who we helped get into the front seat and all he talked about was i just want to thank y'all for this and i was uh, thinking of poetry in my mind the other day and this is a poem that i wrote in my mind to just tell people how thankful i am and he's quoting poetry he's homeless his his shoes are falling apart he did you know he's trying to get into the union mission for the night he's got his friend helping him and i'm sitting here thinking why in the world what what do i have to complain about my this is what it's all about it's about getting together getting people together and saying hey i don't really have a plan (laughs) i'm not sure where we're going yeah but we're going to go we're going and the plan is going to be we're going to love on people until we empty ourselves out And you know what god does every time byron that I've learned, when you empty yourself out, he guarantees it. Facebook people, radio people, if you want to be filled back up with the love of God and sit on your couch in the evening and feel like you're just so relaxed, maybe the doctor gave you extra medication and he didn't, and you go, this is me sober. You know what you got to do to get that? Go out and give, because when you pour yourself out, God fills you back up. And it's just this reciprocal 
cycle that goes. You give, he fills you. You give, he fills you. That's what ministry is. Yeah. It's not a 501c3. It is, but it ain't. That's really how our cup gets overflowing, you know? Exactly. In, in that same way. Well, uh, you brought your guitar with you today, yeah. and we've got to squeeze in a couple Christmas songs. or One of your originals now, you, you through your ministry, uh, how many CDs now? We've got one, but we're getting back in the studio the end of January. Uh, the new projects, uh, we're kind of thinking through uh, na- naming it Masterpiece. In Ephesians 2, uh, it talks about uh, the Bible says uh, that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, and workmanship could be uh, replaced with the word masterpiece. Yeah. And our goal, me and Gary Gowen, who is my record producer and dear friend who recorded Bunk 51, my most recent album, uh, we're thinking of calling it Masterpiece because our goal is to reach out to people with the music. Now that I've told my story, and they're like, wow, if he can go through all that mess, I can make it. Now it's time to let those people know, let me give you a new set of glasses and I want you to look and see yourself in the mirror. And these glasses are called the way God sees you glasses. Yeah. And to be able to help people see that, that God looks past the mountains. He looks past the sand, the beautiful oceans, so that he can see your face. You know why? Because you're his masterpiece. It's not to be arrogant and feel so good about, oh, I'm so good, I'm so handsome. No. It's to know the enemy fights us in the area of self-worth and value and God yes. says I'm going to place self-worth on you that's going to make you go I got to get out to the world and tell them <laughs> how much he loves them why don't you grab the guitar okay and while you're doing that we're going to be kind of getting situated here in the studio again if you're watching by Facebook on my Facebook channel please start hitting the wow button or whatever you do to make the hearts go across the thumbs up and the smiles and make a comment too Give, you've got a word for Danny so he can listen to this and go back and uh, read those comments be sure and do that and he's going to get set up what are you going to sing for us Danny you know I've been feeling uh, the, that we're talking about encouragement when I was first starting to write music again in prison the first song I wrote was called Hopeless because that's how I felt yeah. and God through that song gave me hope and so I was going to well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to manipulate. I'm going to move around you to the camera and maybe be able to zoom in a little closer to what you're doing here. Cool. And then we'll come back and talk some more. Take it away. Hallelujah. I was blind to y'all. 
But now I see Oh yeah I should have died so many times You know the devil really had a hold of me But it's because of your grace I'm here today I stand before you and sing I was feeling out of hopeless today Thinking about the things that I'd have changed if I could change But when I close my eyes, call on you Everything just goes away See, I was feeling kind of hopeless today But you reached down and made me okay Sing it with me, y'all Thank you, Jesus, for never giving up Sing it with me Thank you, Jesus, for never giving one more time Thank you, Jesus, for never giving up on me Right. Let's see. You know, this song's been in my heart lately, too. Um, it's called uh, You're Gonna Make It. It was an original. I'm going to try to see if I can pull it off. I don't know if I can. I'm not the guitarist. My guitarist is that does it for me, usually. Yeah. Time to let go of the pain. Let go of the shame. God will heal your heart. Things won't be the same. Can't keep holding on. Holding on to the past. God will heal your heart. Trouble don't always last. Let go of all the pain. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let go of all the pain right now, cause you're gonna make it. Keep pressing on. You're gonna make it, yeah. Keep pressing on. Cause God believes in you. Jesus loves you. He's coming after you. you're struggling with and want you to know he loves you again just call on his name just call on his name just call on his name say jesus jesus you're gonna make it keep pressing on Danny, thanks. And uh, again, this is live radio and live for our our Facebook family, too. We're bringing you uh, some time here this afternoon with uh, Danny Cosby. Dear friend, so thankful that uh, you're able to stop by and and share really 
your heart and, and what you talk about the overflow hmm. these songs were written you know out of the overflow of your heart you know and, and, and some of that included some pain you know a lot of it included pain actually yes yeah almost all of it yeah it was really uh i think anything i mean any woman would tell you you know it was painful having that baby uh, i don't know of any woman that's ever told me a baby didn't hurt coming out and, and a lot of times the uh baby of ministry the baby of a song the baby of uh whatever it is that god is trying of, of, of working on your marriage uh trying to figure out if this person is supposed to be with you it's a painful process but no pain no gain. And, and God, I, I think of Jesus every time I think of it where, where, where he was on the cross and he was bleeding and he was dying for us. And, and, and through that pain, I think he made his mind up in the Garden of Gethsemane, Byron. Yes. When he was sweating great drops of blood, I think it was at that point he looked up to the Father and prayed what we know as John chapter 17. You know, in verse 3, I love where he says, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God and your son whom you sent. And, and I'm here to tell anybody listening to me that uh, I could talk a good talk. I could say all the right things, but it's the word of God that's going to change your life. That's going to bring joy to not only Christmas, but every single day could feel like Christmas because Jesus said, I want to I want to abide in you and you and me. And I'm here to tell you, the Bible says that the word. Now, if you're listening to me, say this with me. The word was made Flesh. You know what that means? That means the Word of God took on humanity, and humanity had a name, Jesus. That's right. And he came to bear our sorrows and to carry our wounds. You don't got to carry that thing by yourself. That's right. Throw it on Jesus and then go out while you're bleeding and feed somebody that's homeless and watch and see if you don't feel like a million bucks. Danny, that's the message we want to give this afternoon to our Bot Radio Network listeners and our Facebook friends. Uh, I know they're giving us the cue to wrap up, but we're going to have to do a little bit of Christmas song before we say goodbye. So what I'd like for you to can you can you do something? Wow, can man. Can you think I, of something? I don't know a single Christmas song, but well, I can sing one I <laughs> well, you know what? We don't have to do that. I okay. mean, I just wanted to give you the opportunity. Gosh, I need to learn some Christmas music, man. You know, you, you can't play Silent Night on your guitar? I can't. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, That's y'all. All. Was, without hey, Christmas cheer musically. <laughs> hey, you know what? You already blessed us, man. We're uh-huh. lifted up, and your story is uh, a story of redemption, and it's a story of encouragement for those hopefully listening today that might be discouraged, needing to be lifted up, giving you the gift of encouragement through Danny's song, through Danny's story, and, and also encouraging you, friend, to share that gift with others. Give someone the gift of encouragement. It can it can change, you know, the trajectory of many lives who are, are yeah. down in deep valleys. And so, yeah. the problem with this show, Danny, is it's too short. Man, you know? I could sit here with you for hours. Well, I can We always this. we always have a great time when we're we together. Do, yeah. But I just really want to appreciate say, you, man. Thank you for what Merry you Christmas do. to, to you. Love you. God bless you, man. Your family, your dear wife, Johanna, is awesome. She's the manager sure with the Grove Studio, doing great work over there. But oh, thank man. you so much for being with us. We're going to have to have you come back. Please Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Especially when we get that new CD you know, available. Friends, that's all the time we're going to have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.